you know you are capable of more because you have a burning desire to get the absolute most out of your career and life, to starve your fears, to follow your dreams, and to realize your true potential. And we are going to do that together. This is the Own Your Career, Own Your Life podcast. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Own Your Career Show. I'm your host, Andy Storch, and this is a show that is all about helping you stop drifting and take control of your career, your life, and your future. And uh, I have been doing some solo shows off and on, as well as sprinkling in some guests lately from our Own Your Career Summit that we hosted a few months back. Uh, but I wanted to jump back in here and finish up a series that we've been doing on owning your career. And there's a few things I want to sprinkle in. There'll be more great episodes to come, but we did a series really walking through a lot of the main points from the book, uh, the main things that I call out in my keynote and in my training program that I run in companies, as well as the online course that you can go take. So if you want more from all of these things, you can always go get uh, free resources on my website, ownyourcareerownyourlife.com slash bonus. And when you go there, there's also a link that for online courses as well, if you want to go deeper on some of this stuff. But we talked about uh, the importance of setting a vision and goals and knowing where you want to go. We walked through the steps for preparing for the future, talked about the importance of investing in continuous learning in building your network and building your personal brand. And uh, the last episode we did on this, uh, we talked all about mindset, uh, how to develop an, a, a, an ownership mindset as well as a growth mindset. And I think we talked about an abundance mindset as well, and I know we'll do more episodes on that in the future because it is such an important thing. Um, today, I want to talk about bringing it all together, owning your life, and really maintaining momentum. And first and foremost, I want to give you an opportunity right now to just check in with yourself and ask yourself, how are things going? How do you feel things are going? Uh, do you feel like you are moving or working towards something? Are you making progress towards something? Or uh, have you been kind of stagnant lately? Have you just been kind of drifting and waiting and operating in reaction mode? And if that's the case, that's okay. Um, but the and these things happen, right? We get off track sometimes. That's why I talked about maintaining momentum. And um, sometimes we need a little jolt to get back on track. And that's why I check in with myself on a regular basis. And I check in with my goals almost on a daily basis. And am I making progress toward my goals? Or have I just been kind of drifting lately? And if that's the case, what do I need to do to get back on track for my goals? Because remember, something I talked about in the book and on this podcast in the past, we may want to achieve big things, but a goal without a plan is really just a wish. So we need to have a plan for how to achieve those. And so I think it's important to check in with your plan on a regular basis and then you can ask, you know, hey, what is my vision? What am I working towards? Am I making progress towards that? Uh, if not, what might be getting in the way? Is it a, a major challenge that has popped up? Is it me just kind of drifting off of course? Uh, and what's my plan to overcome that? How am I going to succeed? And, you know, bonus to that is, is who can help me overcome that? Who can help me succeed? And I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to do a separate episode on how to handle challenges when they come up. I've been facing some of my own lately. I've been feeling like I have been drifting off course and not making the progress I want on some of my goals. So we've got to check in with that on a regular basis and ask, okay, am I making progress? If not, what's getting in the way? 
Uh, and how can I make changes or improve that? And who can help me, right? And when asked who can help me, that might be my manager. It might be a mentor. It might be a coach that I hire. It could be a mastermind group or a membership community you belong to. Uh, could be colleagues, could be friends, could be family. Uh, you know who can help you in your life with especially your professional challenges, but your personal challenges as well. And if you don't know who those people are, then I would encourage you to find some people in your life that you can call on that can help you. And, and now, if you're in a place where you feel alone and you don't have those people or you have friends, but they're not the kind of friends that you can really go deep with or check in with on real challenges, you just kind of talk about sports or Netflix or, or whatever most people talk about, that's okay. Uh, but I would encourage you to look to make changes. So how do you find some of those people? We won't digress too much into this, but um, there are many great online communities. Uh, if you belong to a church or a social group that is uh, similar to that, uh, that can often be a great place. Uh, work could still st be a great place to, to find people, uh, if you're willing to get a little bit vulnerable and open um, and speak with your colleagues or your manager about the stuff that you're you're dealing with and the help that you might need. Uh, I speak openly with a lot of friends. I'm in a couple of mastermind groups in a community. Uh, I have a community that I run for talent development professionals. I also have some good friends that I've made over the years uh, through different groups and companies, et cetera, that I keep in touch with that I know I, if I go to them and say, hey, this is what I'm dealing with. Will you help me? They're very willing to do so just as I am happy to jump in and help them. And in fact, you know, just yesterday, again, I'll, I'll do a separate episode on this, but I was I felt like I needed some help with stuff. So I called a couple people and I, and I got some help. Uh, so don't forget, don't forget to do that. Um, and don't forget to update your vision on a regular basis. So, you know, we talked a long time back about setting a vision for where you want to go in your career. Um, you've got to update that on a regular basis. It, it will change over time. And, you know, figure out what might be getting your way and what you make sure you have an updated plan for how you are going to succeed. Now, Things are going to come up, as we talked about, and you've got to take responsibility. You've got to take ownership of your career and your life to stay on track. Now, most of what we talked about over the last few weeks as I've been doing this series off and on has been about your career, but I want to talk about owning your life as well as we talked about staying on track. I think it's important to take ownership of your life as well. Seems obvious but a lot of people are really kind of drifting there and not being very intentional with their life and how they spend their time. There's a lot of things in your control that you don't even think about, you don't realize. And I've had many realizations over the years where I'm like, oh, I'm in control of more than I think. Life is happening for me. I get to do all these things. I don't have to do these things. There's a lot of shifts that we make there. So um, the first thing is mindset. And we talked about mindset before we did an episode on mindset. But you got to remember with mindset, your mindset is your perception, it's your outlook on life, outlook on the world, that with that in mind, you get to determine your outlook, your mindset, your success, and your happiness. And when I say success, the question is, what is success to you? What does success mean to you? Because success and failure, for that matter, is a relative term. It's something that's actually very personal. So when I say, you know, when I ask, if I ask you, do you feel like you're successful or when will you know that you're successful or what is success, your answer might be quite different from mine, 
right? You may be working towards a certain title, uh, a level, uh, amount of recognition, amount of money, right? Income. You might say, hey, I will feel successful when I make six figures, or I will feel successful when I have $50,000 in the bank, or I have the house that I want, or I drive a luxury car. Um, I will feel successful when I have a, a title of, of director or vice president, uh, or when I feel like I'm able to put savings in the bank for retirement, or I will feel successful when I'm out of debt. So your idea of success, it might be about title or money or recognition, which is fine. Uh, it might be about how you feel. So I personally, um, even though I'm very ambitious and I'm always trying to achieve big things, I subscribe to the idea that success is synonymous or correlated with happiness. And so if you are happy with your life, then you are successful, right? Now, I also believe that you get to choose your happiness, that you could actually be struggling with some things. You could feel like you're not in the place you want to get to professionally yet. You could feel like your financial situation is not where it, it, you want it to be yet, um, you could feel like your relationships are not quite where you want them to be. You might even feel like your health is not where you want it to be. And yet you could choose to still be happy today. And one of the keys to that is choosing gratitude every day for what you do have, right? So even if your career is not where you want it to be, or your relationships are not where you want it to be, or maybe your health is not where you want it to be. And I've been there, right? If you've been following me for a while, you know, I went through cancer, last year, and I had some really tough days and weeks and even months. And I wasn't in the place that I wanted to be, but I also knew I was in the perfect place for me at that moment. And I would write down my gratitude every day for what I did have, because what I did have was family around me, great health care, a roof over my head. Um, I still had money to pay the bills <laughs> for a while um, and plenty of other things. And I knew that I was going to make it through, Right. Uh, right now, similarly, I have been feeling a little frustrated recently because uh, I feel like from a professional standpoint, things have not been going the way I want them to. Uh, maybe my financial situation is not quite where I want it to be. Um, so I don't feel completely, quote, successful in that I haven't achieved the goals that I want to achieve. And yet, I can choose to be happy today. I can choose to be grateful for what I do have right? A great place to live, a family. Um, I had a nice cup of coffee this morning. I, I played basketball this morning. I'm grateful to have those opportunities. I have my health. I have so much to be grateful for. And that really drives happiness for me. I feel very happy and content. Uh, and, and content, uh, that's a tough word uh, because I don't, obviously I'm not going to get complacent. You can be content and say, well, I love my life. I'm happy with my life. And I want to continue to grow and get better. There's more I want to achieve, right? I want to save up, you know, I want to make more money, save more money, take more trips, um, you know, achieve more recognition titles, et cetera, whatever it is. You can be ambitious and also happy with the life you have right now. And I think that's a real key when you can find that balance. Um, if you follow me, you know, I'm a big fan of stoicism. I read The Daily Stoic Every Day by Ryan Holiday. Uh, which which draws on quotes from the Stoics like Marcus Aurelius and Seneca. And uh, there's a lot of that in there that, uh, yes, you can and should strive for greatness, for big things, and you can also choose to be happy 
today. You can choose to be content with the life that you have and not sit there and wallow and wish and say, oh, I wish my life was better. Why do those people have it more than better than me? Um, by the way, we're going to do a separate episode about comparison as well because it's so important. Um, you can choose that stuff today, right? You can choose happiness today. And along with that, one of the the shifts I made that I'm a big advocate of that I think can really make a difference is the shift from the victim mindset and saying that things happen to you or believing that things happen to you uh, to the ownership mindset and believing that everything in life happens for you. Everything in life happens for you. Everything in life happens for me. Everything in life is a blessing. Everything in life is an opportunity. Even the really hard stuff like cancer, like relationship challenges, like getting laid off, like projects getting canceled, like bad traffic. What if everything in life happens for you? What if everything is a blessing and an opportunity? And I know there's some really hard stuff, right? Um, I always think almost the exception, losing loved ones is, I think, probably the hardest thing on earth. And it's hard to ever see that as a blessing. But you can start to look for silver linings and things in anything that happens in in the world. And especially when you look at your career, there's always going to be challenging situations that you're going to have an annoying coworker, a client's going to cancel, uh, your job might get eliminated or changed, or you might have to work, you know, be asked to work more hours than you would want to. We get to own these challenges, right? You get to believe that these are happening for you. And then you get to deal with them the best way that you believe they should be dealt with. And don't just take it, you know, look at the situation and say, okay, this situation I'm in, how can I make the best of this? What's the silver lining? What's great about this? What does this make possible? Uh, what can I learn from this? And what does this make possible? Ask the three questions, which we talked about in the last episode that we did on this. Um, the second thing is owning your life. You need to take care of yourself. So our careers are long. Our lives are long. I know many people say life is short and it will feel that way when we get to the end, uh, no doubt. But for now, like it, it is long, you know, hopefully you've got 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 years uh, to live and have many years ahead of you and many years to work ahead of you. And I believe that the more you take care of your health, the longer you last, right? There's, there's, that's proven. You can look out there and see. Um, and, and as people in America get less healthy, the average lifespan has gotten shorter over the last few years, not longer, shorter, because people are not taking care of their health. They're not taking care of themselves. And, uh, I think that's an essential part of our happiness as well. So, uh, you know, this is not a health podcast, although if you follow me, you know, I am big into health and fitness. And so my keys to staying healthy, if I'm going to keep it really simple is number one, get enough sleep. Don't subscribe to that BS that people do like, oh, I'll sleep when I'm dead. I'm sleep later. I've got too much to do. I can't sleep eight hours. No, no, you can work that in. Uh, and then generally they say between six and eight hours a night. My goal is always eight hours. I usually get around seven, between seven and eight hours a night. And I'm doing a lot of things, right? I'm running a business and multiple podcasts and family and all this stuff. Uh, very active on social media, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm usually sleeping between seven, eight hours a night. Uh, your situation might be different. You might feel like you need less, but uh, I always strive for that. At least six, geez, I mean, take care of your health. I think getting less sleep than you need is detrimental over time. So make sure you get enough sleep. And that starts with getting to bed on time, quite frankly, and on time is subjective, but at a decent time, at a time that will allow you to wake up, you know, sleep seven or eight hours and wake up when you want to. 
So I like getting up between five and six in the morning, right? So I try to get to bed if I can by nine o'clock at night, right? So I can still sleep eight hours and get up at five or, or six. I got up at five this morning. Um, number two is eat nutritious foods. Now there is, <laughs> I, I study diet and nutrition. Uh, I don't study it like it's a master's program, but I, I look at all the information out there. I read books. There's a lot of, there's still a lot of debate about what is the healthiest thing. What kind of diet should we be on as humans? And so I am not going to take a stand. Um, the general advice I think is to eat a nutritious whole foods, natural diet, like focus on real natural foods and avoid processed foods as much as possible. So fruits, vegetables, and high quality organic meats when you can, uh, or no meat at all. Um, I think there is value there and certainly not getting into that debate. Uh, but I have been on a plant-based diet, which is essentially no meat for about two years now, and it has served me pretty well. So I do like that, but I'm not, uh, I never try to convince anybody that's what they need to do. Uh, I would just say, you know, limit eat and just focus on, you know, fruits and vegetables and natural foods as much as you can. I eat some processed foods as well. I eat some chips. I eat some ice cream here and there, um, but it's not the best. <laughs> it's just not the best for you. Uh, number three on the, is, is move your body. Uh, I'm a big fan. Like I go to the gym every day. I, I think humans are meant to lift heavy things. I think it's, it's a good idea to lift some weights, whether you're a man or a woman, no matter how, how old you are. I think that's important. Um, working your body, getting some cardio exercise is a good idea, but just walking is like the best thing. I think, uh, just try to get, you know, seven, eight, nine, 10,000 steps a day and just move your body. And that is going to drive more health and more happiness. Uh, you can move your body in different ways, but take breaks in between meetings and go take a walk. Uh, I have a stand-up desk now. I'm standing right now as I record this. I still sit a lot of times too, but I try to stand for all my meetings and podcast interviews and stuff like that uh, because I've heard that sitting is the new smoking and people sit all day long and it's just uh, not good for our health. Uh, there, I think there's some studies behind that. So look at how much you're sitting and can you get up every hour or so and move your body and around. Uh, the fourth thing under health is take care of your mental health. Your mental health is is essential. It's just as important as your physical health. And you can do this through uh, meditation, through taking walks, mindfulness, uh, taking breaks, uh, pausing, taking vacations, you know, just taking some breaks away from working all the time. And uh, I, I believe that just the whole concept of taking ownership of your situation and taking responsibility and seeing how you are choosing your actions and your time. I believe that is great for your mental health as well. I think that helps a lot. Um, but I also meditate every single day. I use the Calm app, which I really love. There are plenty of other great apps out there, um, like Headspace and Insight Timer and uh, just so many, right? You find what works for you or just sit in a quiet spot with no app. No app. Meditation has been around. I think meditation has been around for since before uh, smartphone apps, believe it or not, thousands of years. <laughs> um, but I didn't start until 2016 and I've been meditating pretty much every single day since I discovered it in January, 2016. And I believe it's made a big impact for me. It's allowed me to have more patience, to slow down, to be more mindful of my life and my emotions and my situation. And, uh, it's been really helpful for me and I know it can be helpful for you as well. And um, I don't think there's an excuse. I don't think anybody is too, quote, too busy. Um, 
you know, I'm pretty busy and I meditate every day, every morning when I get up. It's just a matter of making it a habit and finding time. Maybe you're already incredibly happy in your life and you don't feel like you need to, right? Like uh, I follow Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V. He's like a hero of mine. Uh, he does not meditate. He's he's addressed it before and said like, I feel so, he's like, I love my life so much right now. I feel so like kind of serene with things. I don't even want to mess it up. I don't feel like I need to. That's fine. Um, but if you're feeling any kind of stress or fear or anxiety about things, meditation is a great place to go. So I uh, highly recommend that. My question for you is, are you taking care of yourself? The things that I listed, where are you doing well and where are you maybe falling short? And what changes do you maybe need to make? You know, think about that. Maybe write those down. Maybe set a goal. Maybe reach out to, to people for help. Um, okay, so I've been talking about the these four uh, kind of four steps to really owning your life and staying on track. So the third thing um, we talked about, you know, health was number two. The third thing is checking in with your priorities because <laughs> don't let your boss hear me say this, but work is not everything. Work is not everything. Um, so I want you to remember what's most important for you. We're going to think about that right now. What are the, we all need to work, right? Uh, depending on your situation, we all need to work. We have bills to pay. Um, you want to live in a nice house or a place, you know, even have a house, pay your mortgage, um, put good food on the table. You did a restaurant every now and then, uh, whatever it is that you like to do, travel. Uh, we need to work to make money. Not too many people I know are independently wealthy. So we need to work. But I want to ask you, what's most important in your life? If you sat down and made a list of your top priorities, what's most important to you? Is it family? Is it health? Is it fitness? Is it work? Is it your career? Uh, there are no wrong answers, but I would suggest you check in with this on a regular basis and ask what's most important and am I prioritizing my priorities, right? Am I, am, I, am I making it a priority to spend time on the things that are important to me? So m most people will say family is the most important thing to them. And then you check their schedule and they're working like 90 hours a week. And again, like I don't judge anybody for how they live their life. If you are working towards a really ambitious goal, you're at a startup company and you're trying to like change the world and you need to work 90 hours a week, like great but don't tell me or yourself that family is the most important thing to me when you're at work all the time. Right? You could say, hey, family is important to me. I love my family. Right now, work and achieving this professional goal is the most important thing to me, which is fine. I just want people to be honest, right? And if family is the most important, then are you, are you making time for them? So I generally say family is the most important thing to me. And I try to back that up with boundaries in my schedule so that I have dinner with my family, my wife and kids, every single night when I'm home. <clears throat> I'm not usually working after six o'clock. Um, we're doing family dinner together. We might watch a show or uh, go outside um, and do bedtime and, and that sort of stuff. And it's not that I don't you know, still check my phone every now and then. I'm not one of those guys that goes and locks my phone in the vault. But we're, we're doing family time together. I don't really work much on the weekends. We're usually doing fun stuff together as a family too. And I'm flexible with that stuff. If something really important comes up, then I'll, I'll take care of it. But it's it's pretty rare. I, I drift from that sometimes. In fact, recently I've been traveling quite a bit. 
just a lot of things happen to be happening in the same in like a four or five week span. And I've been traveling and I've been asking myself, am I sticking with my priorities? Because I've been going off and doing these other things, professional things, conferences, meeting with friends, that sort of stuff. Um, am I choosing them over my family? And I actually had a moment uh, this week where I was in another city for an event, uh, a big event with lots of people, and everybody was staying uh, one more night. Most people flew in from farther away than I did. And um, I was really tempted to stay the night. I had a flight booked for that night and the next day, and I was really tempted to stay the night and, and kind of socialize and network because I love that stuff. And I know great opportunities come from it. I'm a big advocate of networking, right? Um, but I've told myself family is the most important thing to me. So I, I left the party early and I flew home so that I could be with my family and take my kids to school the next morning. And uh, I have no regrets about that. I'm glad I did that, right? I be like, you can't ever get these moments back. Again, um, you, it, it's up to you, right? And this is all about family, but like, it could be travel. You could say like, I really want to travel and see things. It really fills, it really lights me up. It fills me up, right? But I got a lot of work to do. It's okay. You've got to block in those, you know, those three, four weeks throughout the year when you're going to go travel, you're going to take vacation and you're going to go travel. Even if you're a single person, you don't have family, whatever, like, um, you got to do those things that light you up. And I believe that it's going to help you be more productive when you get back to work, right? Taking those breaks, doing those things that light you up. Maybe it's not travel. Maybe it's some other hobby, right? I was running a, a program this week and, um, someone, uh, I asked about goals. Someone said, I have a goal to in to spend two hours a week on my hobbies. And I thought, wow, what first of all, this is great. But second of all, like what a sad place we are in our society where people are working so much that we have to set a goal to spend two hours a week on our hobbies. Otherwise it will never happen. But the thing is, unless you set that goal and block the time or, or commit to it, it isn't gonna happen. And there's a chance that 10, 15 years from now, I'll ask you about, hey, what are your regrets over the last 20 years? You might say, I wish I had done more. You'll probably say, I wish I'd spent more time with family, I wish I went with friends, whatever, I wish I traveled, blah, blah, blah. You might say, I wish I'd spent more time doing hobbies. What you won't say is, I wish I worked more. Nobody ever says that. So let's fast forward to the end of your life and you ask people, you know, what are your regrets? A lot of people say, um, if you look at the top five regrets of the dying, people say the top regret is uh, people say, I wish I would have been uh, lived a life more true to myself. So I wish I would have been, have been myself. So if you look at the top five regrets of the dying, they are number one, I wish I had the courage to live life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. Number two, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Number three, I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. Number four, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. And number five, I wish that I had let myself be happier. Holy mother beep. Like, how powerful is that? We talked about choosing happiness today, right? We talked about checking in with your priorities. We've talked in the past about really owning your life and being yourself. Nobody ever looks back in their life and says, God, I wish I would have worked more. I wish I would have made more money. Nobody says that. They say, I wish I would have spent more time with family and friends. I wish I would have traveled. I wish I would have done this or that. Um, so just think about it as you go on. Again, like we all have to work and we all have goals. Like we want to achieve certain things, but we've got to check back in with what's most important and remember our priorities. All right. Um, that's the, the third thing. And then uh, the last thing is about maintaining momentum. We talked about that, you know, you've got goals, 
You want to check in with them on a regular basis. I recite my goals every morning as part of my morning affirmations. Um, I will check in with, hey, here, here's my big goals for the year. I want to you know, make this much money. I want to sell uh, 100 tickets to my conference, whatever it is. Find some accountability, right? So if you've got these big goals, do you have a coach, a mastermind group? Do you have a manager who you can check in with or can check in with you, right, to, to help you with this? And uh, when you get off track, that's okay. Like, don't beat yourself up. Just say, okay, I'm off track. I need to get back on track and just get yourself back on track. Uh, this is how you maintain momentum. This episode got longer than I wanted it to be, but uh, this is such, such important stuff. Um, you guys, you got to take care of yourself, take care of your health. And if you want to achieve big things, keep checking in on your goals and what you're working on and maintain that momentum. When you get off track, just, just check in. Uh, don't beat yourself up. Just get back on board and reach out to a friend or an accountability partner, somebody for help. Um, if this episode has been helpful, I would love for you to, to post about it on social media, right? Go give a shout and say, Hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm learning. Feel free to tag me, um, share the journey that you're on with other people. If you haven't gotten my book yet, there's way more in the book, own your career, own your life. It's available on Amazon. So go grab a copy of that. And I'd appreciate if you do, or you did, if you'd leave a review as well, that helps me out eternally, greatly. Eternally is maybe not the right word, but immensely. Um, and if you need more, we have bonus resources on our website, ownyourcareerownyourlife.com. You can go to bonus right there. There's, there's the five steps to owning your career, the top five most common career mistakes, three questions to ask anytime you make, uh, you're facing a big challenge. I think my morning affirmations are on there as well. So go check those out. Uh, reach out if you need anything. And I hope you have a fantastic day.